What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? This is week 97, and you're tuning in what? It's the Verse TV, the Homo <laughs> Talk Show, right here, y'all. It's your boy, Troy Weeks Music, as you know, part of the Verse TV team. Here, swagging out with my little jean jacket and the all black, feeling a little stuffy. But anyway, it's not about me. It's about us. So we're going to keep it moving. Who else we got in the building? It's your boy, Rocky. Mainstream dreams. Go get all four of my books. Check me out. Check him out. That's what he said. All right. All right. Now, who else we got in the building? Let the sun shine bright. You already know who it be. It's your girl, Yuri G. <laughs> and last not least, who we got in the building? Talk to me. Aaron Mack, representing the land. Cleveland. All right, now, his new home, y'all. You better check him out now. New, it's a new man. Check him out. All right, now, so you know what it's time to get to. If you watch our show, you know what we do. It's time to get to the home on street. So, you know what? Let's do it. Week 97. And All right, so for the first topic of Homo's Tea, which will be moderated by Yuri G, blocking, and it's some Giselle Tea. So Yuri, if you can go ahead and read your post that the name Giselle Tea, from which the name Giselle Tea comes. Okay, birds of a feather do not flock together. I have friends that do shit I wouldn't even think of, but don't judge or love them any less. I mind my MF business and play my role as a friend and pull up when needed. Some of y'all need to learn how to be individuals and separate yourself from the pack instead of going with the flow like water down a drain. Weird ass energy y'all been on lately. End. All right, so I do refer to myself in third person, but you know, th that, that's what will be. So Aaron Mack, me, acknowledges the beauty in T. Taylor being there for his friends, all right? Now, nevertheless, Aaron Mack does not feel the birds of a feather statement refers to all of the birds being 100% alike to the point that they will follow each other 100% like water down the drain, like lemmings. Now, the original birds of a feather flock together, quote, can reference friends with some similarities some similar feathers. Now, what are your thoughts of birds of a feather flocking together? And I'm passing it back to the moderator, Yuri. Take it away. All right. So um, I think um, the understanding of birds of a feather flock together, um, people take it quite literally. And I think um, birds of a feather, um, for me, means that people of similar or familiar spirits, you're attracted to them. Like, you don't necessarily have to be a smoker, but because you see similar traits in, like, maybe your favorite aunt, she was a smoker, you are attracted to that. Um, so sometimes it's not even being of the same bird. 
is being familiar with that bird. And so like, you'll be attracted to that. And um, so, yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's just where that goes. Um, and some people, you know, are, are, are followers, but I think most of the time we're just attracted to something that seems familiar to us. Um, but Rocky, since you have your face all scrunched up, like this is something beyond understanding, I, I want to understand what, what are you thinking? Well, I, I know I was going to make a joke and say, you over there talking yin yang. No, just, <laughs> that's why I can't understand. Um, do you understand the words? Um, for me, birds are a feather that flock together. I mean, you, I usually, um use it as a joke with some people, you know, because they, um, you know, maybe they are both mischievous and they like to get into a lot of mischief or whatever. <clears throat> Birds of the feather, feather that flocks together really doesn't have to be, uh, in my opinion, um, like you do everything alike. You can have, uh, you know, some things in common. Y'all probably could be two opposite people, but have some like in between similarities where it's like, yeah, y'all always hanging out and y'all like being each other, being with each other. You know, I like to hang out with some people that's different from me. You know, uh, I can't be around a lot of fiery people. <laughs> so, I mean, I have to have balance. So, I mean, it could go both ways. All right. So, um, Troy, what, what are your thoughts? <clears throat> well, for me, I come from the old school and I always heard birds and my flutter flock together. And for me, when I heard that, it always in the sense of people's actions and how they act and uh, how they control themselves when they're out. And I feel like, um, you know, if you out and about with people and they're acting up, acting crazy, and, you know, and they think it's okay, as your friend, you should be able to have a relationship with your friends, you know, time and a place. You know, my friends know that there's time and a place. I'm not with that crazy stuff causing the scene or acting crazy or doing funny shit because I'm just real. So, you know, I feel like when it comes to certain things, you know, if one bird is flocking, doing certain things, and you're hanging out with that bird, and you're always with them, you know, it's, it's just as simple as if we're always hanging out together, we just go like, for instance, prime example, super cool. Aaron says super cool all the time, right? We all here, we've been here for 97 weeks, and now I started saying super cool for stuff, and then just because I'm here all the time, right? So, birds and feather, that's the same thing, birds and feather flock together, because you're with somebody all the time, you start to pick up some of the traits. Not saying that they do every single thing that they do. Um, and just because my friend is doing, I mean, I'm doing it because I'm definitely um, a man of my own just because I got friends who do things I don't do. That's their own business. And I don't judge them either. Um, so not everybody will follow this together, but when it comes to certain time and the place and situations, that's when that matters. And if your friends out here wilding out and they're with you and you ain't controlling the situation and they're always getting crazy, maybe you get crazy too. Maybe I need to invite none of y'all ass. So, um, birds of a feather do flock together, but depending on what situation, not all birds. So does that mean that we flock together? Because, like, low-key, I have this secret that I like to try to mimic all of you guys for no reason. You know, because I watch you guys, but does that mean that mm -hmm. if I mimic you and then sometimes during the show, like, I give you a prime example. I sometimes mimic Yuri. It's something about her intro every time, but my name is Rocky, so then sometimes when I be like, okay, I'm going to be myself. Sometimes I end up fucking up it because I mimic her all the time. Yeah. <laughs> in her What's happening when we're with somebody all the time, see? Same thing. So that means that because we're a crew, we, we flock together. Until you start doing crazy shit and doing things off the wall, we're going to say it. <laughs> For all of us, right? Aaron Mack, what's your opinion? Because Aaron Mack probably got something to say. 
Oh, well, I, I give my, my opinion in, in the write up of it. And so you I got to go write You know, it's like um, unanimous to an extent. Just because something says birds of a feather fly together, unlike the post, I, I, I don't feel that if birds of a feather fly together means all birds that are flocking together must be 100% the same. I, I, I don't think that's how it is. I feel that birds of a feather can be, just have some similar feathers, not be drones of each other, but just have similar feathers and similarities, enjoy similar things. Oh, so ho and super ho. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Something like that, something like that, possibly. Or it could be somebody who loves to read and somebody who likes to read coming together. I don't like to read either. <laughs> well, listen, at the end of the day, so we all you sort of have like to read, Nor do you like to be a hoe? I know that's <laughs> like Rocky. What? <laughs> you cannot be in the LGB community without being part of the whole movement. Ooh, all right, right, glasses. All right, Shane. Yes. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so, also, this was an interesting topic, you know. Moving right along, sir, anyway. That's what, we'll talk, what we're talking about next, you know? Oh, right. Well, the next topic is drum roll, please, everyone. Yes. Now this next no drums, is called Vigilante, which will be modified by modified, moderated by Troy, and it comes from Self Loves Instagram, and that's C E L P H Love Instagram. All right, and we were tasked with watching the full 15-minute video, and I'm sure everybody did. Now, <laughs> this very intellectually and finely presented information from Instagram's self-love made Aaron Mack a little concerned about this vaccine, especially since he has family, and friends who have already taken the full Moderna vaccine, all right? Now, however, that made Aaron wonder, hypothetically, if the vaccine with its included nano-sized robotic parts, allegedly, <laughs> if that vaccine made everyone else eventually react and live in a different way. For example, like zombies or robots or cyborgs or something like that, 24, like a 24-7 high from everybody or 24-7 drunken personalities from everybody. It kind of feels like the red pill, blue pill debate from the Matrix, or like from the Lego movie, everything is awesome, you know, from a few years ago. 
when everybody was just singing that song because everybody was under a spell, like everything is awesome. So would you join the rest of the world in singing or do you fight as a solo vigilante? How and why? Second part, at what point will there be enough people in everything is awesome chorus that, that you will decide that you need to pick a, a side? Now I'll say for my, mm, it's tough to go first, but <laughs> I, I really don't know because it's like, what would be the purpose of fighting everybody else just to be the one person who's different from everybody else? You know, what? why would I, I need to fight all of the zombies if everybody else is a zombie? Like fight all of the zombies to then become, what, the only human on earth and repopulate the world by myself uh th there's a word for that i, I can't think of it but anyway i'm like what would be the point i don't like i don't want to become a zombie i don't want to become a cyborg you know mm -hmm. but it's like what's the point in fighting if everybody else around you has already become that and that's also where the second question comes from. At what point would you say that you need to make a decision about what side you'll be on? Like I mentioned, I have a number of family members and friends who've already taken it. You know, would it be at the point that you acknowledge, oh my gosh, all of my family is a cyborg? I might as well just join them. Troy. Well, for me, I do feel like the fight is stronger when you fight together because to fight alone, you need to have, you need to be very well versed in what you're fighting and have the information and the knowledge that it takes. And it takes a lot of time to really research and a lot of energy to research to make, to really understand and know what you need to know about these things. And so I feel like it's good to, Listen to other people and, you know, see what their research has brought them, but ultimately just take what they're saying, you know, for what it is, but ultimately know the reality. That's just that one person's reality, no matter what it is. So you need to be able to understand that, you know, we all have our own points, but I think it's better to fight together than by yourself. Unless you're somebody with the power tools and knowledge in your backpack and you're ready to go and stand on top of the mountain and start screaming and letting people know what it is. Um, because if you, if you don't, then you're putting out false information and wrong information and people are following and, and listening to what you're saying and you don't know what you're talking about. So it's best that you join the fight and you do your research on your part to be able to add to the fight if you're not knowledgeable enough to be able to fight on your own. But what That's if everybody else is already a zombie? Everybody else is already a zombie. So everybody else already took the vaccines, what you saying? Something like that. Lemon yeah. terms, come on. I mean, you ain't got no choice but to be, if you're the last man standing, to make it work. You're going to do whatever it takes. You're going to learn skills you never thought you were going to have to use. You're going to make it happen because we are survivors. We are survivors. If we have to do something on our own as a people, as a person, we're going to make it happen. 
You put somebody in a the corner, they've never been in a situation, they feel threatened, they're going to come out like a cat. We survive. Why wouldn't you just become a zombie? Say that again? Why wouldn't you just become a zombie and join everybody else? Why wouldn't you just become a cyborg? No. If I was made to be a robot, a zombie, or a cyborg, or a clone, then I would have been that. And that's not what I am. And that's, I have my own mind, my own people, and my own thinking. And that's not what the Lord told my heart to, 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 to be a zombie. I, I've never followed the beat of anybody else's drum of my own in the Lord. So I, mm. I ain't mm. doing that. Mm. When, when it, you know, the only thing that has me worried about the vaccine is like, when you think about it, people say, oh, the vaccine is the vaccine. No, but we've been taking flu shots for years. And the flu shot is a vaccine. So it's like, you know, you, you want to, of course, there's so many different speculations about the things now because it takes time to make a vaccine. They just made this one about overnight. You know what I'm saying? They got different ones. What if you take the wrong one, you know which one to take. There's a lot of there's a lot of things in that situation that don't make, don't add up. I just feel like they're testing on people. They're trying it out on anybody that wanna take it. Go ahead and try it out just so we can know if it's working or not. Because technically you have to do field studies, you have to do certain things to make sure it's working in order to have volunteers for that. And so all these people are just volunteering to be uh, figure it out until they get the right one, and they use a one central one. That's all. Yeah. Um, part B. Um, let me throw this to part A for now, everybody. Right? Are we gonna do go the whole thing? Well, I'm a, you know, part B. I'm gonna answer this one. Talk. But part B, will there ever be, will there ever be enough people in, in the everything is off the course that will make you pick a side? I'm gonna stand by myself if I have to. I don't. I'm not joining nothing that I don't believe in. First of all, zombies ain't got any mind on their own. They go where the brain is and where the, where the flesh is and where they can eat, okay? So they run around here following somebody else. I don't have time for that. I'm a leader. I'm cool. If I got to be the last man standing, then call me Jesus' brother, okay? And that's it. Because um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not falling into the propaganda that the world places on us on the news and songs and all this other stuff that they're putting out there to make us do things. I've always looked at propaganda and these things like, mm, they got ulterior motives. Why do you think these movies be already having all these things before and ultimately they happen? Global warming, yeah, yeah, yeah. They know what's up. They've been trying to warn us for years through these movies. You just didn't pay attention. Um, but you know what? I will say something that will be hard to make me choose a side. You know, as a parent, I'm played by my kid. And I just feel like if I had to sacrifice myself or my daughter, I probably wouldn't. That's the only time that I would have to join everything in course and pick a side. If it came down to me or Genesis, period. I would make a choice That's as a real. parent to make sure my daughter can continue to grow and continue to live life. So that's the one thing that will make me decide. All right, good dad. Um, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Genesis Olivia. Um, and so I'm gonna keep things moving. I'm gonna go, oh, I'm gonna pick on Yuri's time because Yuri looks like she's really into it and she's got some amazing things to say. So look, you know, talk to us, Yuri. Do you join the rest of the world singing or do you fight as a solo as you like to? I am why. You gonna put your ponytails in and go get a gun or what you gonna do? Hey, friend. Um, <laughs> um, I, I don't think I could join the cult. <laughs> Sorry. You know, um party of what? I, I, I feel like if it's something you don't believe in, um, no matter if everybody's doing it, um I, I just I just don't see myself being a follower um it is it if you want to say oh because everybody i mean most of the people i know in the gay community is on cocaine so um i i advise everybody to go ahead and do a little bit of cocaine get you on some tina 
you know, all oh. those types of things if oh. you're going to be a follower. So if, you, if you're willing to go ahead and follow and just turn into a zombie, um, you know, cyborg, whatever, then let's, let, let's just test something small then. Because you don't know if you becoming a cyborg, if you're still going to be you. You don't know if, you know, if, there, if there's a possibility. Like, genes are something spectacular. And if you sit long enough, genes can mutate. So, you know, you might be able to become, you know, reproductive by yourself because everything that happens in nature always comes a solution. So something happens, nature always makes you adapt. Like, so sit, sit it out and I'm sure that, you know, nature will take over and there'll be a way to reproduce regular humans and these cyborgs are probably gonna die out or whatever. I, I, don't, I don't know how that all is gonna work. But the thing is like, if you don't believe in it and you know, you're not a follower, don't do it. I mean, yeah, you might be a little lonely, but <laughs> sweetie, if you sit and watch some cyborgs and zombies long enough, you'll feel very sad for their ass. Cause I ain't never seen, I, it is no shade. Going back to the drugs thing, a couple of my good friends, I see them on the stuff. And when they're on it, it's like, ooh, like I love you, but ooh, I feel so sad for you. Cause like, especially like my good friends that like now, like they're only a couple of years older than me. And it's like, they, they all they mouth is gone. Like now you have these false teeth in your mouth. Like girl, that is not a cute look for you to be in your early thirties. <laughs> Falsies in your mouth. Mm. So. The ones that come out? I was just talking about the vaccine. You, you went ahead and took it to cocaine. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> because you said zombies, and they be looking like zombies when they're doing that Tina, looking like straight up zombies. Is they go from being one person to somebody totally different? So but I get what you're saying. Well, well, I had a similar situation. Like it was these lays because I don't, I didn't have when I first moved here. I didn't have a lot of um gay friends, so I had these lesbian girls that would hang out with me, and for a long time they hid all the drugs that they did. And then, so this one particular night, they started doing coke and stuff in front of me. And they was like, why you don't do anything? Like, everybody gay is on something. Like, you are so weird. If I had been a follower and just did that, like, I would have been a zombie, cyborg, whatever. You know, just mm -hmm. because they say everybody. Everybody's a cyborg and zombie, so you might as well join the pack. Everybody, you know, everybody is relative. And Maybe I'm not everybody. So, at what point would it be enough people and everything is an awesome course that would make you pick a side? You hear me? You can hear me? Oh. No, I said, at what, point, at what point would there be enough people in the everything is awesome course that will make you pick a side? No, I, I, once for me, if I have a decision and it's in my heart, there is nothing that you're going to say or do that's going to change it. Especially if it's, especially when it's dealing with something that's foreign. I'm sorry. Like maybe if you're trying to convince me to eat shrimps or something or eat turtles, like, okay, you might can convince <laughs> me, but you're not going to tell me some shit that you can swapped up in the motherfucking laboratory. And now I see everybody becoming zombies. Like, 
oh, that's okay. Like, okay, just shoot this in your vein. It's just going to take you on a fantasy ride dream or whatever. Like, you'll still be alive. It's just going to take you on a fantasy drive, fantasy ride. What What the fuck does that mean? Like, I don't understand it. No. Right, right, right. Gotcha. We're not, we're not getting on that ride, friend. We're leaving. Have a good night. Got it. Uber, lift, out. Got it. Okay, uh, rock, 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 rock. It talks to me. What, did you join? Hey. Did you join the rest of the world singing, or do you fight as a solo with your line too? So okay, I guess okay. So I'm gonna put it out like this. So being that we having this funny conversation, y'all do know I'm gonna get my vaccine tomorrow. So I guess <laughs> I pray that I don't be like, take me to your leader. <laughs> And then ET phone home. Y'all already got <laughs> a finger that looked like an alien anyway. Oh, anyway. oh so you're giving us thriller tease. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Um that thriller. Yeah, that was like okay, let me stop. Um anyway. <laughs> Yo, this is the funniest part ever. Okay, see, y'all have me clown in this bitch. Um so, I don't know. So, my original thought process at first, when I started hearing about the uh, vaccine for myself, at first I was just like, I'm not too sure. And I kept on remembering like these rumors and stuff I was hearing at church and, you know, what people were saying about these chips or the mark of the beast and stuff. So, I remember like mm -hmm. one time I must have been freaking out. That's the reason I don't watch the news. And we was shut down. I'm an extroverted person. I like to go places. Because this shit is driving me crazy. It's getting to me, y'all, okay? I'm going to go crazy, borderline crazy. Oh, anyway. <laughs> um, so I remember I called my mama. I was just like, Mom, I got a question. I was like, you know, you always read the Bible a lot. Um, do you think this uh, vaccine is like a chip or something? Are we going to get microchipped? And and then we won't use, we have to use our credit cards no more? Like this whole thing, I remember hearing. And then she was like, well, no, I don't believe, you know, and your pastor believes this, this, that, whatever. And I was just like, okay, I'm about to really do some research. I really haven't done research. But then I started making my doctor's appointments to talk to my doctor. So my new doctor, who's a black doctor, had uh, asked me about taking the vaccine. And she said she got it. And I said, how do you feel? So I, I expressed my feelings about, like, you know, like all the thought process of, like, the microchip and all this other stuff. She denied that, all this other stuff. So, I mean... I just say it like this, I got a lot of health issues already, but then I can't go out there. The way I like to go outside and go do things, I cannot just sit there and just, you know, I don't want to catch COVID. I had enough people in my family catch COVID. Each one of them survived, thank God. But for me, like, I can't stand in the house too much longer, y'all. So I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to get the damn vaccine. I might as well. Hopefully, I mean, it's been a while since I took the flu shot myself, but I mean, the flu shot ain't never done nothing to me, but make me, you know, feel sick at times or whatever. But what's the difference? I don't know. I'm at a standstill with it. I just want to be free, damn it. <laughs> Was there anything that uh, will make you change your mind and make you pick a side? <sighs> if I start seeing people walk backwards and their heads spinning around, and you know the eyes popping out of their head like Bug Bunny and 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 Daffy Duck and them. I mean, I, I'm just saying, you know, like doing a little twitching and shit. Then I'm gonna be like, oh hell no, y'all got me fucked up, deuces. Ouch, got it. <laughs> okay, cool. 
But you know what? I think it's time to talk some steps therapy. We got a three-part sex therapy for the last part of our homes too. And um, so let's get right to some sex therapy. Now let me um, say, our, our friend Jerry from Everything and Then Some podcast is in our comments, and he did uh, shout out your uh, chest being out, Rocky, and also he shouted out your glasses, Yuri. He's like, yeah. <laughs> okay. We giving y'all a little hot sauce in a bag play. So, the sex therapy topic. Oh, right. And the sex therapy topic is broken. Well, it's kind of broken into three parts, but I'm, I'm reading all three, but we'll switch moderators each time. Oh, right. So, for the first part of the sex therapy talk, it is moderator. Yuri G and what's up? Yes, Gwen Butler, LCSW, CST is an AASECT certified sex therapist. Now, this is coming from newsweek.com. And in the article from newsweek.com, she explained that her findings in dealing with her clients is that sex problems come down to about three issues. And we're gonna go through all three today. The first one was desire discrepancy. In a, and desire discrepancy in a relationship is when one partner wants a different type or different amount of sex than the other partner. Now my question, have you ever had this situation? How would you overcome such a situation from both perspectives? And what if after some time together, your sexual libidos age at different rates? And what was once amazing sex becomes eh, what would you do from each partner's perspective now i will say this this has happened to me before there was this dude that i dated and we very much had two very different sex drives and he, I, I mentioned because my sex drive was a little lower, a lot lower. I was like, you know what? I like you. So I'm willing to open up our relationship if you want to do that to get your sexual satisfaction. And he was like, no, baby, I'm totally good with you. I'm good with the fact that you don't have all of the sex that I need. And I was like, oh, thank you so much, baby. And he still went out and cheated. Yuri, I might comment as we go through, but you've got the rest of this. Go ahead and question number one within this. 
Have you ever had a sexual, ooh, what, what, what's the word? Not disconnect, but disconnect, discordance, I don't know, with a partner that you, you were just on two different levels sexually. Oh, so we're like, like not in synchronization. Um, yes, I've had that, only because I realized that a lot of his libido was being used elsewhere, but. Um, okay. Um, but usually me and my partners are typically on the same page or whatever. Fucking yeah, you. So. Like that little yeah. most lucky. Anyway, but yeah, uh, you're moderating. So who do you want to answer that part next? Um. Troy, um, because I really need to dig a little deeper into his sex life. Mm. Yes. And how did you deal uh, with it? Yes, I've had that experience before. I'm someone with sort of a high sex drive, so some people don't want to have sex as much as I do um, in relationships. And I just feel like if you're with somebody and they, you hot, they hot, y'all can't keep your hands up with each other, shouldn't be no reason why you just, you know, I think make it happen. I think sometimes you know, life goes on, you get married or things happen, you long, long relationships. It might not be as often as things change, you know, get busy, start confining your lives together. I get it. But damn, if you're just starting out and, you, and you're still fresh and a couple years in, you should be able to, you know, be going, going, going. But, you know, some people, you know, are on the same page I'm on. So I have had that issue before where I've had to be like, baby, what's up? You know, talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Artistic thing of real life. Um, shout out to you, Yuri, since you said you never had that problem. I don't know how you pick them all the time and they always be on the same wavelength you're on. Maybe you got a special book, special sauce, or something that we don't know about, but it's fine. Um, but you know, maybe you can help others out here in the streets that deal with this problem. But that's, yeah, I definitely have dealt with that situation before. All right. So, Rocky, um, since you tried to avoid it, um, we're back at you. Hey, um, I have had this problem a lot in a lot of uh flings and relationships and things i have i have um i there's times where i've had uh very 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 high sex drive very 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 high sex very 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 also very very um extra or extraordinary um Oh, y'all trying to get up in my life. Y'all really trying to get the thing. Y'all look at y'all trying to get in my personal life. Let's just say that the relationship I have now, it was, uh, it's more of this now, but it's a great balance. So, I mean, and yeah, you know, fire and water, you know, make smoke. But, you know, I mean, you know. If you don't mind me asking, are you the uh -huh. fire or are you the water? Oh, he's the fire. He's the fire sign. The A king Sagittarius, baby. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I thought he was talking about in other ways. Okay. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh. Deal, deal. Deal, deal. I think we're on to um part number two, Aaron. Mr. Aaron right. Matt, part oh, two. By the, our... way, by the way, Jerry said, to be honest. I don't think the sex drive is the problem. 
it's the communication in the beginning. Sex Say that. is very important in a relationship. And Say you that. should figure out, and you should figure that out sooner than later by simply asking. That's what our friend Jerry said. All right, Jerry. Right. Shout out to you. Yes, like sir. That. All right. So the next part for sex therapy part two, Gwen Butler, LCSW. And I know Rocky knows what LCSW means. Social Life worker. Clinical social worker, baby. I know that's right, Rocky. All right. The COVID existence. Part two. Now, it's been explained that in this pandemic, with a lot of couples newly stuck at home together on top of each other and with kids in the house much more often, a number of couples are experiencing intimacy trouble. Now, have you ever had intimacy trouble with a partner? And how did you overcome? And if you haven't, how would you overcome intimacy trouble? Yes, and I got, that's my topic as moderator. So, yes, I've had trouble with a partner with intimacy because I'm an intimacy type of person. Intimacy is not just sex, you know, it involves a lot of different things, you know, how you talk to me, how you touch me, how you make me feel, how you, you know, just how you, just being that. So I get it. Uh, my issue was, um, how did I um, kind of overcome it? Um, well, first, expression and communication. Like Jerry said, communication is very important. You got to be able to... Uh, Open your mouth and speak about how you feel and not sugarcoat it because you feel like you want to hurt somebody's feelings. Because at the end of the day, you know, you still got to live for yourself and make sure that you are comfortable. So you got to definitely, you know, talk about it. So we talked about it. Um, and eventually, um, slowly but surely, it started to change. Um, it took some time, but, you know, it, it eventually did change. I just feel like the communication was the key. As long as you can communicate with each other and be on the same page about how you feel, then you ultimately can be on the same train, going in the same direction and making it happen. Um, so yes, I've experienced it, and um, I just communicated, and we worked through it, and that's how we overcame it. Um, so yes, I'm going to go over to uh, URG on this one. Have you ever had any intimacy trouble with your partner? How did you overcome it? Um, yes, I've had intimacy issues, um, but it was due to several factors. Um, it was work, and um, the other reason was medication. Um, so with... Um, with the with the medication thing, um, depending on what medication your doctor can prescribe you additional um, medication to alter um, the other medication that might be messing up um, your arousal or whatever. Um, and as far as like work, um, like I was working at the time as an entertainer um, for the adult masses. And so um, I lost the urge of being turned on just by visual. And, you know, I needed my partner to connect with me on a deeper level. And, um, you know, he just like, oh, you looking so sexy. And it's like hearing that all day and then people just wanting to touch on you, like that doesn't turn you on because it becomes the regular. So I needed more of an intimate, deep, you know, type thing in order to be turned on. Like I had lost that urge because I had I, I'm surround I was surrounded by it all the time. 
Um, so it's just like communication and, you know, with everything, communication, like if it's medication, you need to communicate this stuff with your doctor that ever since you've been on this medication. Um, if it's your partner, you need to, you know, tell your partner that, oh yeah, I need more from you to be turned on. Like, it, you know, sometimes intimacy, you just need to acknowledge what the problem is and communicate about it. Awesome, yes, thank you, Ms. Yorji. All right, same question to you, sir, Rocky. Have you ever had any intimacy trouble with a partner and how'd you overcome it? Uh, in my first relationship, we had got back together 10 times and it was different each time, but it was one time where they wasn't as intimate as they were. Couldn't find out they cheated. And uh, I remember having that question like, you know, why did you do that? You know, why didn't you just tell me something or whatever? And I think it was, it was some bullshit excuse. I can't forget because I can't remember because that was about years ago. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, that was, that was a problem. Uh, and then there was another, y'all met one of them where the person was literally like using me as a come up. So they wasn't even trying, like, I'm like, okay, you ain't, you in my crib, you ain't cuddling with me. You ain't wanting to get intimate. You only get intimate when you want to get intimate, but they was using me as a come up because where I was at in my life, I'm higher than them. They tried, they was using me in my education and my gifts to get on to the next level. Period. That's just how it happens, right? It's the Verse TV, the Homo <laughs> It's live in effect, y'all. It's your boy Troy Beats Music. It's your boy Rocky, bringing you the Chicago heat. You already know who it be. It's your girl, Yuri G. Aaron Mack, and I have a bald head. This is week 97 on Verse TV. Verse TV. On Verse TV. This is week 97.